Temperatures around 35 degrees here this afternoon as Folk puts his foot into the ball. It's going to be short. Fielded at the four by Hines. Coming straight up the middle to the 20. Cuts it back at the 25. He's got an alley down the right sideline to the 40. 50. Down to the 40. 35. 30. 20. 15. 10. 5. Touchdown. Naheem Hines. 96 yards. Run, run as fast as you can. You're not catching Hines. He's your end zone man. Buffalo on the board with the first play from scrimmage. So that's what it sounded like on the Bills oh. radio network. Here's what it is, Foyer. That's, that's not the normal play-by-play guy. It isn't. No, the normal play-by-play guy is John Murphy, who I do believe it was either – he had a medical issue. Ah. And he was out of the booth. John Murphy's been doing it forever. There was a guy named Van Miller who was like 107 years old calling games, and John Murphy was the color guy, and then he slid over. And that was guy auditioning for the job if John Murphy doesn't come back. That there. But the bottom line is, is that the Patriots kicked off. <laughs> and they chose to yeah. kick off. Now, look, everybody can look at the result. Yeah. And say, well, of course they should have kept the ball. Look at what happened. But you and I talked about it on Friday. If you win the toss and you can get the ball, try to deal with the emotion that way. Instead, that place went from, I forget the name of the noise meter, whatever yeah. it is. They high were, to like really high? They were 120 <laughs> up to 150 in that moment. And I do believe on that first offensive drive where the Patriots were just bum-fuzzled, that that in part led to it. So tactical error by Bill B. Hoodsworth? Yeah, I was just going to ask you off of that. Okay, so um, obviously now that I have the answers to the test, yes. But give me the give me the coach's you know philosophy under these set of circumstances, right? Okay, because the you know the do you you want to make sure you get the ball to start the second half, no matter what's going on, or is it more like what was more important? having the ball to start the second half or having an opportunity to kind of shut everybody up. Well, like what was like, so break, I was going to say, Hey, kind of walk me through the mindset of bill. Well, the Patriots so how didn't we break. Maybe he had more faith than we did to be able to manage the first six to eight, maybe 10 minutes of that game. The first drive and a half of the Buffalo Bills. He had more faith in the defense. Yes. Okay, well, I can understand that. That's my best guess. So I don't want my offense going out there with the defense pinning their ears back. We won't be able to hear a goddamn thing because it'll be, there's never, it's not going to be as loud as it is the first series of us on offense. So mm-hmm. let's defer. So, yeah, and, and I would say that again, I would have taken I think the ball. Yeah, see, I think I would have taken the ball I also. We I, talked about yeah, that, I I and I wouldn't have gone away from it. I know it's Bill's way. I know it's the way he does things. And I know that he's got the whole faith in the defense and all that. Even 3 nothing would have gotten you to the point that you got to at the end of the first quarter. Yeah, yeah. no, I... I not having the answers is, is you know, Macy's like, oh, well, you know, it just, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. But no, I felt like, how do I... Because my whole thing was, how do you manage and match the intensity and the energy that is in that stadium. How do you kind of combat it? It's almost impossible. Well, but they did. The fact is that they did. Well, they overcame They were able it. to do they it. They didn't initially, but they, they did it, eventually. They made it really hard on themselves, yep. but they did it. So you're like, all right, okay, let's everybody, all right, we'll let that one go away. Let's all kick it. Let's all, like, manage the game now. And then they just kind of do what they always do is that they just – punted it away, they got give up an interception, they fumbled the ball. I mean, all, all these issues. They they gave up another kickoff return 
another kickoff return. So they get points, and they're like, all right, all right, defense, get a stop for us. Get a stop for us, and sure as hell they can't get it. The the New England Patriots, and I know that you and I are going to get into this probably a little more tomorrow. There's got to be a must-haves list. And one of them is to get a modern kicker, which I think is where Nick in Weymouth is going with Gresham Foyer to kick off hour two. Nick, what's up? Hi, I actually got two things, so please allow me to give you the second one. Yeah, the Nick Folk thing, it's, uh, it's not personal. But, you know, that idea about uh, uh, deferring to the second half, et cetera, et cetera, that presupposes that you got a pretty damn good quarterback and fiery offense, right? That's all that really means. When you don't have that, especially against who you're playing against, who – scored unlimitedly as they wished in the second half. No, no, you want the football at the beginning. But anyways, if you look at that video, it is a textbook for how not to set up for and handle a kickoff. They didn't have the speed. I understand the kids fast. By the way, he's only been kicking for them since November. He didn't do anything at all. He just, they grabbed him. He's been around. He's good though. He's fast. But what? No one could angle him to the sideline. Etc. Etc. So there's a lot of things that weren't happening, and the pathetic thing—it's <laughs> not his job—was watching folk helpless. These guys were in parallel with him down the sideline. No one had had the gas to uh, push him towards and you know and get him off out of, out of the field. And, and where was the adjustment in the second half for doing a kickoff? Well, they but went anyways, to well they went to the other side on the uh, on the second one. But what's your thing yeah. on the AFC Championship game? Yeah. But anyways, and I'll go here with this. Um, in the masterminds of wanting to, if, if, if Kansas City ends up meeting Buffalo, they're going to use a neutral field. Well, they've gone from Detroit, which says we're redoing our turf, to Indiana, which is which, which saying that we've got a, a volleyball tournament, right? So the wonderful place they're going to play right now will be the fabulous non-dome stadium in the northeast here of Pittsburgh. This is stupid. I don't. I understand what happened, Kansas City. I'm not a big fan. It was the other way around. I'd say the same for the Bills, right? They got the best record because they didn't want to play the game again. Fine. And that other stupidity that they were going to do was flip a coin with the Bengals and the Buffalo. If Bengals had lost yesterday, yeah. Luckily that. Luckily that did not come true. And Nick, thanks. In terms of the where the location for the AFC title game is going to be, if it is Kansas City and Buffalo. First of all, I wouldn't put it in AFC City. I, I, I'd, I'd ask Chicago before I'd ask Pittsburgh. If you're going to go outdoors, then what? What? The, you know, it's it's kind of in between, and it's uh, you're not going to have because I don't know how you they wouldn't would... go. So you instead of like going to Indy to play this neutral site AFC Championship game? No, if I can't get a dome. Either in Detroit, which apparently they can't, and Indy's got oh, they a, a can't? scheduling. And what the hell? A monster truck rally? No, uh, Indy has something else coming in there. I do believe, and and there's the caller mentioned. I think Detroit is either redoing turf or they're tearing stuff up or something like that. That's why, to me, I'd go, I'd go Chicago. It's kind of in between, and it's Ugh. outdoors. Here's the thing: if you're going to give each team say thirty thousand tickets, right, in an eighty thousand seat stadium, who's gobbling up those other twenty thousand? Is it just people that live in the area? Because what are you, you – I'll tell you what, I bet I, I was born there. 
You know what Yinzer Steeler fans will do? They'll get all hopped up on IC light and just start going crazy on both teams. Especially if it's Cincinnati in there. Well, of course, then you wouldn't have to worry about it as much, but you know what I mean. Is that I don't know. I would I would try to keep it away from an AFC city unless it was in a dome, because then I know everything could be even. But in all honesty, I don't care. They played on the effing moon at this point. Patriots ain't gonna be in it, so it ain't my problem. Yeah, I know. Like right? it is. However, <laughs> one of my must needs. And I know we're going to get to it later in the week. You got to get a modern kicker. And a modern kicker can pound them from 50 and also kick that SOB out of the back of the end zone on kickoffs. So I feel like you got like Nick Folk as a place kicker, field goal kicker is pretty good in my book. Yeah. I think he's pretty consistent. I mean, he had in a long streak role. in that particular role. But. The like, when it when it comes to late December games, January games where the ball is like a rock and you just I don't listen. You can't kick it. It doesn't travel as far. Mm-hmm. It's harder to kick. It doesn't travel as far. So you need somebody. When you say a modern kicker, I feel like you mean a young, you know, strong young buck with a strong leg. Justin Tucker. That's what you're sure. looking for. You're looking for a guy who can hit him from deep because now the fifty yard field goal really no big deal. When you played, you aren't lining up for 50-yard field goals very no, often. No, it is. It is. They do attempt them more these days. But I would even say this, like, to make matters worse, right? So the Bills already know, hell, they ain't kicking it off to us again. So you decide to squib kick it. And I remember watching this when I was up oh, at CBS. Oh, it went out of I was bounds. like, oh, what? they were like, hey, what are they going to do? Well, they got to squib kick it. All right, so they're going to just make it so it gets there slower, it bounces, and then it gives that, that you know, that uh, that coverage team more time to kind of like grab the guy, right? So there's less space. Kick it out of bounds. I mean, I just the, the level of incompetence is at such a high level. Can I tell you? That it's almost like unimaginable. I just can't even fathom the incompetence. And one, we're gonna squ- we have to squib kick it. Two, you don't know how to squib kick it. Thank you. I'm glad you got there because I was gonna ask you. Shouldn't the coaching point on that be? Let's hit a real high chip shot that someone's got to get under. Fair catch it. Bingo. Yeah. Why What's are you other, squibbing? That's the other option. But I would I would add this. He can't do it. He can't Wait. do it. Do you think there's a difference between – see, I do think, like, you know, the farther into the weeds you get, the more specialized certain things get. Okay. You know, and if you have the roster space to add a specialist, a guy that all he does is kick off and drop kick it. Right, he kind of dropped, lifts it up. It's like a like a floater in football, right? Yeah. You lift that, like you want it to end, land right at the twenty five, right? Give it some air time. I don't think he can do it. He the crazy thing is he can kick field goals, and this is basically feel like the same thing, but he can't do that. That because my thing would be you're gonna have to be accurate. You have to have enough leg to give it the hang time, and right because if you if you do that, you're trying to make it towards the sideline, so the return guy has to make a decision. Do I let this one drop or do I catch it and then take my chances, right? Because if, if if it's obvious it's going out of bounds, you're going to let it go out of bounds. If it drops inside in the game of play, then you go, okay, is it going to bounce out of bounds? Because that's a live ball. Like, if it's live and you don't touch it, I'm jumping on it. So you put the return guy in a very precarious position where they need to be smart. So Bill has always been really good at forcing the issue of these knuckleheads. They don't know what they're doing. They always do the wrong thing. So they just don't have that ability. So they say, screw it, squib kick it. Let's remove all doubt. Let's, let's screw it. But they kicked it out of bounds. Well, I think there is a difference maybe a little bit in what you and I are talking about. For me, it is more of the 
kick it high, get it fair catch between the 25 and 30-yard line. Okay. What you're talking about, in my opinion. Directional kick it. What you're talking about is the way Goskowski used to do it. Yeah. Because remember, they would never... Now, there were times where Steve Goskowski could line up and boom it through the end zone if it were called for. But what would they do with Goskowski all the time? It would be the high arching kick that would go towards the front pylon towards the end zone, and you wanted it to land between the numbers and the sideline. If you had that ball land at the five in that spot, then it's exactly what you said. Then Dum Dum Returner has got to look... Where's the coverage? Where's the ball? And he's got to make a decision. And I think the league is kind of morphed toward, well, just find somebody who can pound the thing out of the back of the end zone. And maybe you're right. Maybe Nick Folk couldn't have done that. But it would have been better than trying the squib where on that Buffalo turf, by the way, how many times you play in Buffalo in your career? Oh, I mean, a ton. And I know that they've changed the turf yeah. over the years, but there's a tremendous crown on that field, and there always has been. I don't know... Again, well, maybe it's just this, a folk thing. Maybe I, it's just a folk thing. I think they just just score a moment. It, it used to be where if you if you kneeled at one end of the end zone in Buffalo, right, and you tried to look because I I played there when I was with Seattle and they had turf turf, old right, school turf, the old you couldn't. Turf, it was right. like so um, coned in the middle for drainage that you really couldn't see the other corner of the end zone, right? Mm-hmm. So if you got on your knees, there it was go. so coned mm-hmm. that it was like. Damn, I, you, you have to stand up like, hey, <laughs> you know, it's like weird. They have, they have, they have trimmed it a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, it is, but it used to be exaggerated. But you're hitting a hard football yeah. that is now a kicking ball. By the way, it's not the old ones that like you guys had back in the day where it's they like were soccer balls, ball. yeah. right? And on a slick turf on a cold day, it's a disaster. You got to hit the chip shot, in my opinion. But then again, hopefully that's a Cam Acord call, and it makes it easier for Bill Belichick to say, "Hey, Joe Judge." You got to get back into the role as the special teams coordinator. Uh, We do have someone who wants to talk about Bill Belichick's future at 617-779-7937, which I think will be at least a uh, little bit of a futile exercise because I don't think that guy's going anywhere. But uh, we will get into that and just maybe a little bit more of the emotion of the opening kickoff because Fourier's point is a good one. The Patriots did overcome it. It just took them a little bit.